Hey, Rob Kress here, your functional and lifestyle pharmacist, back with you. Another episode of Functional Pharmacy. And I'm really excited on this one because uh, we're going to be starting a new series here. Uh, we're going to go off in a little bit of a different direction. Well, it's actually a very similar direction. Although what this is about, what I want to share with you, especially on this, we'll call this an intro episode, is what is the modern alchemist? You know, we are the modern alchemist. You know, we're, our jobs, our passions, our goals. Um, I think it's for a lot of us, it's become our mission is to alchemize healthy lives and rewarding practices, you know, um, starting to help ourselves, starting to help our families, our communities, and then the worlds around us and expanding out. So I think this is really exciting. If you go over to my webpage, um, www.functionalpharmacy.com, you're going to be seeing a, a lot of changes. Um, you know, what was this kind of pale, weird, blue, quasi medical looking thing? <laughs> I'm finally getting it fixed. Um, and what I have done over the last few months is I've actually implemented and started, um, I guess you could say beta test. I, I selected just a few uh, pharmacies and pharmacists on my um, Modern Alchemist coaching and mentoring and marketing program, which is really exciting. So what is the Modern Alchemist? So the Modern Alchemist lies at the crossroads of humanity, science, nature, and lifestyle. I started thinking, I'm like, all right, Rob, you've been doing this since the early to mid-90s. Um, you've been kind of, you know, I don't want to say bucking the system, but you've been kind of carving your own path and going your own way. Um, and it's bounced me around. It's uh, I've hit a lot of different pathways through the world of pharmacy, and I've loved it all. Um, if you've ever listened to my story initially, it was in 1995. I'd swear I'd be out of the practice of pharmacy by the year 2000 because I just didn't like where it was going. Um, you know, I, I got into pharmacy mainly, and it wasn't the the average answer you hear from people. You know, to help people, but I didn't want to be a doctor or to touch people or you know, stuff like that, um, see blood and guts and stuff like that. For me, it was literally um, a job that seemed to be recession-proof at the time and also allowed me to travel. I was influenced by a friend of the family who owned his own pharmacy, which, you know, it's amazing how we look at our influences. And that's that's another big part that of the training because I have a whole separate membership site that goes up for the Modern Al Alchemist. Um and that's part of it is recognizing our environments around us and how that impacts upon our energy, energy and our being. So my reason was for that. So then when I got out of pharmacy school or even, you know, I was doing, a, I was working for CVS and I was doing it close to full time, I think. Uh, I was working a lot in pharmacy school. I mean, that's how I learned. I learned by doing, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't really love sitting in the classroom sitting, um, setting. Although it was this emergence of this whole polypharmacy we were treating side effects of drugs with more drugs you know um you know i was seeing the family dogs be put on prozac i was seeing uh, you know everyone was working not able to give time for their children and this is outside philadelphia so i packed up and i ran <laughs> headed out west ended up in jackson hole wyoming ran a pharmacy there for the better part of a decade although it was in 95 where i was like i'm out of this by the year 2000. fortunately i did not commit to that pact to myself because i was able to find a direction that works for me and a direction that that's what i'm bringing to you as the modern alchemist it was it was said to me by a colleague as she looked at me she said you know it's kind of amazing 
that you've been able to cultivate and craft your career from your way of being. And I'll give you an example. Um, I have difficulty sitting still, right? So um, when I'm in a, during the time I was working retail pharmacy, if I would be in that pharmacy environment for a number of hours, I'd have to get out. So I would walk around the store, I'd step outside. And it seemed, even if I fill in and stuff like that these days, you know, the comment is I I take a lot of bathroom breaks, but that's not, you know, we're not, designed to be inside an enclosed area for hours and hours upon time. If you've listened to my trainings and my teachings, I talk about um, ultradian rhythms. And I learned this from the power of full engagement from Tony Schwartz and Jim Lahr. You know, we have, yes, our circadian rhythms, which are day to night, we're awake and we sleep. But within the day, we also have these ultradian rhythms, which recognizes these intense times of focused and strong work, but they're also balanced by shorter times of disconnection, rest and repair. So for instance, I could be working in the pharmacy for about an hour and a half, then I feel it's time for me to get outside. It's time for me to go out. And then I'll just walk outside, do some breathing exercises. I just need to see a different environment. And what's funny about this, so so that's kind of was my way of being and it was just counterintuitive and contrary to how everyone else thought they had to act and work right i mean it's it's basically in line with how our genes are designed and i reckon i didn't recognize it that i just knew how it made me feel so i would do it so you know, we, we are in many ways, we're indoctrinated to a certain way as we get into an industry, a job or career. But I think it does take a certain amount of us to be like, you know what, especially, you know, hey, we're talking health here, right? So part of my self-health, my routine to keep myself sane is to do that. Otherwise, and I, I see this with people, you know, the idea is if you can impart ultradian rhythms, if you can disconnect from your environment, you will have more energy by the end of the day, you will get more done, and you'll have less mistakes. Then you'll have more energy and time to spend with your friends and family. So within the training in the membership area, well, actually, let me back up real quick. What's really funny, which kind of steps up, you know, uh, backs this up. I was, I was on a, um, a call the other day uh, on a coach and mentoring call with uh, one of the pharmacies. Uh, that are in my program and it was the owner pharmacist as well as his lead pharmacist who is the one that's you know kind of running the functional lifestyle medicine part of things and it was the first time she was on the call with us and we were speaking about um implementing um breaks for the staff to experiment with us you know and it's breaks to educate and train it's to get out in the environment that you're in to disconnect Right. And she's like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. She goes, you know, I just got to say, she goes before, I think she went on vacation or something. She goes, before I left on vacation, I had to step out and I had to go to my car for something. And it was really funny because in the way that she said it, it was like, um, like she almost felt guilty for doing it. (laughs) But she's like, in those few moments I was outside, I, it just, it, it just came over me and I, it just felt so good and so refreshing. And I came back in such a better mood and it just, reset me like that. And that's what it does. So these are things that we need to recognize. See, you know, we've been designed to be outside living beings. 99.99% of the time we've walked on this earth, 
we have lived in an outside environment. We have not been indoors. We're not indoor dwellers by nature. So we're going out of uh, against the way um, our genes have been developed, basically. And you can't switch 160,000 years of uh, gene training in just a few hundred years, to be honest with you, or even 100 years. So, hey, maybe it'll happen down the road, but not just yet. So, you know, so that's and that's what I train and that's what I teach about in this program. Uh, well, just one of the things. So it was kind of funny that it was said to me. So, uh, you know, I, for me, I'm in a really good space and I love the fact that I'm bringing my brand of lifestyle and functional medicine to pharmacists and pharmacies. And, you know, we all can have big hopes and big dreams. And um, me and, you know, this colleague, it's actually, uh, it's physician, Dr. Day, uh, Dr. K Corpus, you can find her online. She's just an incredible functional, metaphys um, functional medicine physician and we work uh, closely together on projects. Um, but, you know, to sit and be like, I'm at that spot. Like we, we've talked about it. It's like, what is, your, what is your mission? What is your purpose? And we've talked about the bigness of changing the medical system, right? But then we came to the point, it's like, you know what? That might not happen in our lifetime. And I started thinking, I'm like, you know, simply what I love, because as you know, I also do a lot of, uh, CE trainings and educations on um, uh, freece.com. And what I've seen over the last five or seven years that I've been doing this, however long, is a tremendous difference in acceptance and curiosity that has come from practitioners. So for me, I'm excited when I can just get someone to just change their perception. Right? And that might sound small, that might sound smallness, but this is the other thing as Kay and I were talking, the definition of a miracle from the Course in Miracles is basically a simple shift in perception. So, and I'll just back that up just because it came in my head right now, uh, a Jerry tune from you know, Grateful Dead Jerry Garcia. Once in a while when you're shown the light, in the strangest of places if you look at it right. So that's what a miracle is. So in my mind, looking at medicine and lifestyle medicine, what I am bringing to you and what I want to bring to the people that are ready for it, hey, I want you to have that simple shift of perception. Just look at things another way. You know, um, I'm a big practitioner in the mind-body medicine and J Dr. John Sarno was one of my teachers. And when he taught about you know, in his books, he wrote that sometimes it's just a simple change of belief, recognizing slash the awareness that one's pain, illness, or discomfort can actually come from an, uh, an underlying unconscious emotion. Sometimes that's enough to change their life, to change their health, to change their being. So that's what I believe. So in many ways, uh, there's a movement going on, folks, and we're seeing it. You know, we see it in things called... Um, you know, functional medicine, pharmacists for functional medicine, all that stuff. And I really want you to understand this goes, and I've had some podcasts on here, like let's go to the foundations. And I want you to understand this is about our ways and being. So that's why I really want to bring this into, you know, we've gone from the industrial age to the information age medicine. And I think um, the next step is exactly where I've been saying we're sitting in the midst at the crossroads of humanity you know, and we're, we're really coming out of this humanity thing uh, post-COVID. People are looking for help. People are looking for connection. 
people are looking for answers and people are looking to get stronger and and empathy is a really big tool here now when i talk about empathy i also don't want to talk about the dark side of empathy the dark side of empathy is you come to it feeling bad for everyone throwing your heart out but you don't have any boundaries and that's another thing i teach with my pharmacists as pharmacists we're bad on boundaries and <laughs> we care so much, right? And we really are, We do, most of us have this archetype of the caregiver, which often means our boundaries, um, either they're not there or they get crossed and we don't stand up for them and we get exhausted and we don't complete our projects, which inevitably we disappoint, one, ourselves in our mission and two, others that are uh, we are responsible for or you know our loved ones that are close to us. It's also at the intersection of lifestyle lifestyle is the way we live our lives um, it's really important you know and we can grab and this is what I share with you in my trainings and teachings I look at different places around the world like the blue zones right where people live the longest and the healthiest Mediterranean region with the Mediterranean diet um, look at how primal man and woman the hunter-gatherer communed lived worked ate that's lifestyle. Had fun, you know. Um, probably on the next, yeah, let me write this down. So on the next podcast, I'm going to share with you uh, the framework for my trainings and teachings, which is A-Remedy, and I'll share that with you. Although part of it is you thing, and we need to bring the qualities into our lifestyle, right? This is not a prescription. This is not a task to do, but of you thing of youth, of being a child, things we've long left behind us or forgot. It's qualities of like play. It's qualities of creativity. It's qualities of just getting out in nature and doing things for nothing but the sake of doing things, right? The other intersection is science. This is all, this is evidence-based folks. And it's also looking at the lifestyle. So it's evidence-based results. And it's, and it's how, it's not even just in the lab. It's lifestyle science. So, you know, we're not getting into publication bias or any of that. We're being front. We're being honest. We're asking the questions and we're holding for accountability. And then there's nature. You know, I kind of mentioned about in the youth, but nature is so important. As I mentioned earlier, we came from nature. We are outside dwellings. We are outside beings. And, you know, we are the sum of the influences where we put ourselves, the people, the places, the things. And nature is a thing that can really give back. Now, I'm not telling you it's important to stand in the middle of a forest fire to get into nature or a tornado or anything like that, but literally being out in nature plays a role. So, um, and into this, I bring in natural movements um, in a lot of different ways. So, um, let me share with you. So qualities that we look for. First and foremost, when I've got someone come on board this, when we're doing this, there has to be an agreement to embody what we teach and promote and sell. So this is self-health. There's no way around it. Um, I don't want anyone on board who is not willing to do their own work, who is not willing to live a healthy life. And I'm not saying we can't have fun. I think it's very important that we have fun. But the self-health and continuing development is key. And until you get this within yourself, your business can't grow that way. The other one is position and branding and obvious expert status. We want to make you the obvious expert. And we do that 
uh, a lot of times through a direct response form of marketing, meaning when you put something out there, it's going to incite and bring a response back to you. We can do that in the printed word. We can do that um, in a blog post. We can do that in a podcast. We can do that in a social media post. Another component is we're going to design or tweak or expand your program. So I've got pharmacies, pharmacists that have come to me that are brand new into it. Um, some that have been just working for the chains and they're creating a side hustle. Um, some that, and you know, they've taken my certification course. Um, some that have been implementing it, but they kind of hit their wall, right? They're not growing. So what's the reason? So we're going to go in and we're going to find what's working, what's not, take out the bad stuff in with the good. Providing you training, education, and tools for inflammation inflammation implementation implementation is key and i think that's one of the biggest factor to a lot of the training programs out there it's like okay here's the education but we're not going to tell you how to do it well we're here i'm here for you for that and you know i've created the integrative pharmacy specialist training over at freece.com you just go there and go to the learn section and i think that is the absolute perfect way to get into functional pharmacy if you haven't yet because i speak about these keys my five keys in that our lifestyle diet, meaning the food we eat, as well as the lifestyle that's encompassed around it. Rest, relaxation, stress response, that's number two. Number three is movement. Number four is other lifestyle qualities, such as the power of play, such as creativity, such as um, communing with people. And then fifth is basically the balance of nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. So that's awesome. Maybe you've done another training. Maybe you've done IFM or something like that. All good, right? Um, and I've got continued training, both master classes and even small snippets, snippets within the membership program. Um, promotion, communication, and implementation. We get into that implementation again, but how are we going to communicate and how does it work best for you? And then the last thing is support. You know, as I said, what I and I was on a um, discovery call with a pharmacist the other day, and she was kind of looking around for information on functional pharmacy, where to go, what can she do? And she's like, how did you create this? Because I don't know, necessarily see anything out there that's teaching what you do. And I said, well, that's what I did. I created it, but I created it from my own life experience. So my life experience as a pharmacist has been right pharmacy school conventional i then in 94 i did the um east west herb course from michael and leslie tierra out in santa cruz california um, and then i started my own way of experimentation as i said i got out to jackson hole wyoming i was a pharmacist there but i was working with herbs it was what wind river herbs i believe um got my uh certification levels one and two in reiki got heavy into the mind body medicine to the point where you know i actually came face to face with my own challenge of lower back pain which actually led me to um surgery but that was the education and the realization for me um of the power of the mind and i can get into that at a later date if you like um continue learning that way um opening my own pharmacy compound and pharmacy nutritional clinic having other functional medicine practitioners work in my clinic um having my own one-on-one -on -one consultant practice, then developing point-and-shoot programs for larger chains, right? How um, And retail, you know, uh, basically people coming up to the counter um, and independence, I should say, um, and how we can get them in and out, protocols and programs. 
So it's all this coming together. Then I got into movement, right? Became a, a certified yoga instructor, um, a primal health coach. And now most recently, I'm certified um, in MoveNet, which is just taking the movement aspect to a new level, um, which I'm loving. And, you know, so that's my experience. And, you know, for instance, the support thing, I th that's where I, that's a tangent I got off on here. Um, support thing is so critical. So when I, I developed the companies I was working with, I didn't develop the companies, but I decided which companies I'd be working with. And part of what I was doing was applied kinesiology with um, Premier Research Laboratories. And it was really cool to see the connection of the body systems and how they work together. So that was a big part of what we were doing. And I was able to, it was a guy named Larry at the time. He was my um, um, account manager. So I'd just be able to pop up on the phone, call him and we talk in depth at it. Um, member of PCCA. So, you know, as if you are too, was able to call them, have questions answered on um, compounds or whatever it might be. So support I have absolutely found is critical. So within this mentoring program, what I also offer is total support. So I hook you up on this app called Voxer and you, you know, I, I, I check it at least twice a day. So you will hear back from me from that day. But this is to ask questions. This is to go over lab results, um, which is also part of the training. So I think I'm getting off on more of a, a stint here. I didn't really want to talk as much about the mentoring program as much as I want to bring to you what the modern alchemist is and where we're going with this. And um, I think that's probably it for right now. Why don't we call that? Why don't we call that an episode? And I will be back with you tomorrow. And. Uh, or in the next couple of days for more.